millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fuck your life! Bing bong! If you see these dogs in your front yard, just know upstairs I'm going hard. Bing bong! What do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? What's up, baby? Take me out the day. Hey, yo! Hey, yo, Ariana Grande, what's up, mama? I'll come to Coney Island and take a spin on a cyclone. I miss you. Yeah, I was told if you fight, you swing first. I was told if you shoot, you squeeze first. Nigga, why would I give you a free verse when it's 1500 for my t-shirt? They remember me broke on the streets hurt. That mean you better give me what I deserve. If I catch up, I'm making them bleed first. If I'm missing, I'm hitting the reverse. And they yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at pop.culture. Or on Twitter at Papa Omeno. As always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing? Today, bro? Um, how am I doing? I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm so 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 so. Um, things are things are alright. Um, yeah, I don't know. How are you? Pretty good. Really good. About <laughs> you know every time. week I'm gonna, you know every week I'm gonna ask the question. You should have I, like something somewhat prepared. I know. At I, least. I, I guess I was yeah. I just I had another yeah. I just wasn't thinking about it today, which is good though. Usually if I don't, it means I'm okay. If I really if I don't have an answer for you, if I'm like oh I don't, I don't know, I guess I'm alright. That means I'm in a decent spot because if I'm bad, I can tell you exactly how I am. That's terrible. So. Fair enough, okay. fair enough. But I don't even know where we're starting today. <laughs> usually I rely on you to have some kind of shit to say <laughs> some, at that some, point. Okay, well. At that okay, point, here, but. Here's, the, here's what I've been tripping on now was, what was I going to say? Okay, I don't get the fucking logic of girls and when you stop talking or breaking up is when they start like, harsh like going to your social media and watching your stories and stuff like it's not like i swear <laughs> when when as soon as i break up like it's always or you like stop seeing them or whatever like and lots of times they're so they're not even following me okay so like that means if you're not following someone you have to go watch the story that means you have to like go type in their page and look like seek it out like it won't just show up on your your thing right yeah and yeah and so this one this the girl I was dating last, or not last, but whatever, when I was in Toronto, we broke up and 
whatever like we kind of was like ugly and we stopped like following each other or whatever but she would watch every single one of my stories for almost six like she had her a new boyfriend and everything but for six months we weren't following each other or anything she would see every single one of my stories it would say she watched them i'm like yo that's so weird because i like i'm i'm like i never want i was like i don't want to even look at this person like what do what do i get out of it and every single breakup i I had one girl that we broke up three years ago and for three years she was watching my stories three years of not following each other though and she watched almost every she finally just stopped this summer um and i'm like that's just nuts man like as soon as i'm done with you i don't i'm not i don't like it's what's what do you get out of this like i i don't get the logic behind it yeah, me neither. And there's three things that are kind of funny about this. One being that I feel like we always talk about this subject on the podcast because either I go through this situation or you go through the situation and then it just kind of like reoccurs and we end up coming back to discussing about it. Um, well, but it's because it's I, went, I went through a, another like breakup thing and, so, and it's happened again. That's why. Like it just re- recently happened and like it's still... Like, it was like, okay, we're going no contact, whatever, and not talking. Two minutes later, Instagram, or next day, Instagram story watch. Day after Instagram story watch, like, follows me again. I'm like, what? Like, and anyway, so I'm just, and every single relationship, this has happened. Every single one that's longer than, like, a couple months. So I just don't, I, I don't get the logic behind it. Can I ask you a question, though? Is it you breaking up with them, or is are they breaking up with you? It's usually their tolerance for my shit is like either pack it up or go type thing. Uh, but it's both. So they're, so they're breaking up with you. It's mostly. been both. Okay. It, I mean, in the, in the instance of them breaking up with you, I think that's way weirder than you breaking up with them. If you break up with them, then I can understand because of the emotional attachment, but if it's them breaking it off with you, that's always weird. And like, I've kind of fallen but, in the same situation so, as well, too, but not so much breakups, just more so girls who've, like, curved me. Like, I've asked girls on dates or whatever, yeah. and they've been like, oh, yeah, like, they'll say yes originally, but then, like, later on, they'll be like, no, nah, never mind. Like, I got something to do or whatever, and then we don't end up going on a date. And then those girls will be the ones to watch my stories the most, which to me is even more, like, psychotic because of the fact that at least you were in a relationship with these women, so there was some bit of emotional connection mm-hmm. with me getting curved by random girls and they continually watch the story that's even more psychotic because not only do we not have an emotional connection you were the one who, who said you didn't want to go on a date with me so the fact that you're looking at my stories is even more weird like that's that's the one that boggles my I mind think, the most. i think they're still i think they're still see i don't think that's that weird because i think they're still doing their research like that's some like okay i said no but like you know what i mean what still, research like, though why would you say no like, then because you can tell stuff by person's story so they want to like you know they're, they're like that might just mean you're not fully out of the game like for mine it's like even but the thing is for me it's it's like my breakups are always because like i won't like if they weren't breakups like i feel differently about you they're like i wouldn't move like you know what i mean they're they're like breakups because like whatever like i won't move back to the city they live in type thing so I think there's still like obviously feelings and shit there, but I just feel like it's when you know you're done. It's so weird to want to like if you've been dating this person like intensely, like love them type thing, and then you're like done. You're not seeing each other again. Like I don't understand what you get from like looking at their life. I mean, 
I think it's just because of the fact that you've built something, like you've had a connection in some kind of fashion, regardless of how badly it ends. There is still some level of like, I do care about this person. So I can understand them still kind of wanting to check in. Um, and also like, I, I know when you say that they don't follow you, that it's even weirder because then you have to put in effort, but it's really not that hard because you like Instagram offers the saved uh, searching feature. Well, I mean, I think all social medias do to where it saves what your last searches are. So if you just search that person up one time, like they're going to be in your saved searches um, for however yeah, it's long. Really, so it's, it's, it's easier to just to, like go to the search page and just click ask, on your page. No, but like, why is my ex-boyfriend from six months ago in my safe search? Like I, when I do it, I did like, if I've done that, like, have, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, okay, I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I delete them out. Like after I've searched the name once I delete it off, like a, because you can delete it. On yeah, the safe yeah, search yeah. Yeah. You can, because you can, I'm you like, can, I don't fucking yeah, like I don't want that in my face the whole time. So that's what I'm saying. Like I get it like once or twice the check-in, but like, consistently like why why like i won't follow this person but i'll keep them in my like recent search for the next year yeah the one girl went off on me she's like you fucking narcissist piece of shit like blah 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 like go wait off on your story no off on me like when we last talked oh okay 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 and like (laughs) but like just be like you piece of shit like you broke me as a human blah 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 and then and then the next day and then like there's they're watching my stories for the next seven months like i'm a monster but you're coming to watch my stories for a year like all right yeah i mean one thing with women is they they don't really they don't really take accountability the reason why i bring it up so much is because it honest with a new person it happens every relationship so i'm just like yo yeah no i mean it's happening quite a bit this this year too just with a a lot of women that i've kind of like been gauging um and like things haven't gone the way that I expected to. And then they'll end up looking at my stories. I'm like, I don't know why you're looking at my story when I asked you out and you don't want to, yeah. you didn't want to go out. This doesn't make sense to me. And they're like, Just, the, they're like the first ones to look at it too. It's not yeah. even something where it's like, oh, they might check in once or twice. It's like literally every story, like they're the ones who are dedicated to watching it. So I don't know. That's just. Yeah, no, I know. So that's why I'm like, I only bring it up because it keeps happening. I'm just so curious. And I've been so close to like just message. I've like messaging all of them, like when it happens, but I don't want to like engage them. Right. But like, it just sits in the back of my mind for so long. So I'm like, (laughs) fuck. But I also don't want to be the guy who's like, I'm not talking to you. And then it looks like I'm like trying to fucking talk to you now and stuff. And I'm just like, fuck. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, any of our lady listeners out there, please, slide not don't slide my dms but like answer this question for me because i i seriously do not comprehend it like it doesn't make sense to me either so it's just something uh i can't really figure out or we can't figure out ourselves so let us so let us know but yeah this is episode 112 of the pops culture podcast as always guys if you do us a huge favor Continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms, uh, especially if you're listening on iTunes. Please give it a five star. Put out that review. It really helps us out to get found in the algorithms and gives us a bigger reach and a bigger audience. Um, also, a big shout out to all the people who hit me up about the Spotify Wrapped and being in their podcast playlist. Huge shout out to you guys for listening. I do appreciate it. Like I said. Um, We wouldn't be here without you guys. So the continued support from all of our listeners is greatly appreciated. And it's dope interacting with you guys and you guys, you know, hitting us up about stuff like that. So I do appreciate it once again. And did just want to shout out 
all of our listeners who uh, have been supporting us throughout the past two years. So moving on from that, originally I was going to talk about tipping rooted in racism in America. I think I'll save that for a little bit later. Um, but funny enough, for another episode? No, no, no. Probably towards the end of the podcast instead of just the top of the podcast. Because uh, I want to get into I want to get to Monday night because Monday night I went out and celebrated uh, with Stuthers, uh one of our friends from from our sports journalism days. And he had his birthday party, which I didn't even know was a birthday party. He just told me that he was having people over on Monday and it was going to be a bunch of his people that he works with now at this restaurant called Noto, uh, which apparently is one of like the best Italian restaurants in Toronto. I just haven't been there yet. So I got to check it out. But yeah, he didn't mention that it was his birthday party. So I, I pulled up early because I had to work on Tuesday. So like I wasn't really trying to get too drunk because waking up for the next day to work is gonna be it was gonna be shit. So I was just trying to keep it low key. So I got there early. Like he was saying, people were gonna get there like eight or nine, and I got there like eight on the dot, pretty much. Um, wow, that's so <laughs> not very niggerish of you, man. What the hell? <laughs> Dude, I'm so punctual, but, though. Um, I don't, I, bro, I, I feel hate like being all late to stuff. Not to show up on time just because of stereotypes. Yeah, that's one of the stereotypes. Not that I want to break. Like, I usually go to places fashionably late. Like, if someone says they're having an event at nine or something, I'll end up going probably like 9 45. Like, that's when I usually pull You're up. You're a pretty punctual um, guy, though. Yeah. But in this case, like, I needed to be, though, because I had work the next day. It's a Monday night. Like, I'm not, like, they're yeah, in the for industry. Me, it's not- then that I, I get that, but for me, it's not worth. Like, I'd rather, like, for, I'd rather just get the hour. Like, I'd rather come late and only be there for forty minutes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, being early is so bad. Like, usually at, the, at any kind of event like that, that, it's not like I'd rather just be there for like a stupid short amount of time than be like on time. Like, you're like, you know, when you go to the club and it's ten o'clock. You ever been in the club? And, like, and it's just like, okay, you you went to get. The, I'd rather just like only had an hour to party there from like one to two then be there like since like 10 when no one's there does nothing for me and stuff too so i'm like like for me i'm like okay i know i can only be there for like a little bit but being early is just not enjoyable like for anything that happens at night no i gotta disagree with that because for me if i get there early i feel i can feel the the vibe of what the party is going to be like, because I get to not only do I get to meet everyone who kind of comes in and that way I don't feel awkward just pulling up later. It's also, I wanted to get like my time's worth for, for the travel and the money that I had to spend to even get there. So I don't want to, that's worth it though is what I'm saying. Yeah, me for you. I would, I would disagree. I'd rather be there early, get the lay of the land, meet people, not be awkward. Cause it, it like it, for the situation you're talking about, especially in this situation where I didn't know anyone except for Stuthers, if I pulled there at, up at like 10, because let's say I'm trying to leave at 11 or 11.30, it would have been way yeah. more awkward because I would just pulled up to a party sober at that point where everyone else See, probably that's what, already started started drinking and I don't know anyone. Like That would have been way worse than See, that, me like, starting. Go, what I would do, like say if it's like you only have like 8 to 10, instead of going there at 8, I'll go at 9, but I'll sit, I'll go early but I won't go inside. I'll, I'll go somewhere else and get hammered. So then, Yeah, you're a fucking there, weirdo. You're a weirdo. I, I'm not a weirdo. Lots of people do that too. When no, they don't. They don't. They go, you, yes, you they were, do. you, I remember you just, you did this for the party that I held too, back when I was living at uh, North York, except it wasn't, it wasn't uh, alcohol that you were on when you first got there. You were, I think you did a bunch of Addies that day. I don't know what, for oh, what yeah, reason, I, no, I, but <laughs> you I were mean, like, 
no, that night was I was working that night. Remember, I came from the school. Oh, that's job? what it was. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's why you were in the Addies, yeah. Addies, bro. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> I was so Adderalled out. And then, like, I took, like, four that day because I was so tired. I had to work and then go to a party. And then I was... Do you mic just break? Or your phone died? Well, yeah, anyways, you were saying you were, you were doing your party thing and you were on Addies. Yeah, and then, so then I rolled up. And I was like, yeah, I came, I came late. I don't know. It's been... <laughs> That's an extreme example, though, is what I'm saying. Okay, but it's still weird that you would drink somewhere else to get hammered before you showed up to a party just because you want to pull up fashionably late. I don't want to pull up fashionably late, but, like, I'm like, okay, I don't know that many people. I'm at this other thing where people are drinking. I might as well. And then, like, honestly, it, it worked out for me. Like, I came blackout. Didn't like, didn't stress. <laughs> I made a name for myself. You know how many people I've met over the time? They're like, yeah, I've met you before at Papa's party. And then I was like, I have no recollection. Yeah, you don't remember. Yeah. The girl I went home with, I honestly haven't, like, if she put her in front of me, I would know, I have no idea what she was <laughs> like. Like, I actually oh, blacked man. out completely that night. And I was like, you ever, you ever, you ever hook up with a girl and then like think less of them for hooking up with you? No. Never. Because <laughs> okay, I, well, I think kind of highly of myself, so I, I wouldn't <laughs> this is, think that about I, a woman who's like, I think highly of myself normally, but there's some nights where I'm like, oh my God, what was, like you have such a terrible judgment of people. And one of those nights was that night. Like I couldn't even complete four <laughs> like complete sentences. And oh, you're like, like yeah, maybe, I'm maybe one maybe one time, maybe one time I would say that that's happened to me. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, I don't like, oh, okay. Like I'm like you, I literally couldn't even speak English. I don't even know how I directed you to uh to like go back home with each other like I, what are you thinking lady like you're definitely gonna get like raped and murdered by someone because that's Jesus. bad choices <laughs> not me i'm just saying like you clearly make bad choices yeah one of my i mean she she was one of my, she's one of my good friends too which is kind of funny that that happened but uh one time i remember i went out this one night in ottawa and i was super hammered like just very drunk but I was still coherent. Like I could definitely tell what was going on. And I just met this random girl on the street and she was like wasted out of her mind. Um, not like, not like blackout, but she was definitely pretty drunk. And we like, were just like making out on the street. And like, this was after like, I only talked to her for like a little bit of time too. It wasn't even like that much of an effort. And then we like went back to her place um, and then we hooked up and then I left her place and I was just like, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, like, that was weird that, like, I just met you on the street, and, like, we talked yeah. for a little bit, and then, like, hooked up, and then, like, and I left. So I felt like that was probably the one time where it was odd. Uh, but back to the main story that I was trying to get to. So I pull up to Stuther's place uh, early because, like I said, I've worked the next day. I'm not trying to stay there too long. Like, my plan was to probably leave at 1130, and I got to his place at 8. That didn't end up happening because, as always, I ended up drinking and then, you know, the vibe of the party starts, like, turning up and I get way too into it. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll just leave later. So, anyways, I get to his place, uh, meet him, meet his girlfriend. He's got, like, this dope spot in West Toronto, which is actually really nice. Um, It's, like, one of those – it's kind of like a – it's, like, one of those lofts, but it's in the western part of Toronto. So, it looks pretty nice. And then they have, like, this main – communal area where everyone's apartment door kind of faces this one like open foyer um so you can kind of like chill in there and like 
read a book or something or like sit out there with friends and like talk or whatever. Uh, but we weren't doing that for the party. We we're obviously all in his house. So I get there, I meet a bunch of people. I meet some new people who came in, people from Noto and all this stuff. Um, it's a pretty good time. The music could have been better, but I wasn't in charge of the music. So it is what it is. Um, originally it was like the first and only black guy there, but eventually like two more black people came. So that was pretty dope. Um, one of them was a student named Julian. He was, uh, he was actually from Whippy too, which was pretty dope too. Or, well, I'm not from Whippy, but like I went to high school there. So it was pretty dope that he was there. So we were like talking about that and shit. Uh, and then there was a girl who pulled up with her boyfriend. Um, she was mad cute, but like obviously she had a boyfriend. And that was one of the issues of the night too, is that a lot of the people that work with Stuthers or work in that uh, company, they're already taken. So most of them are like, already in relationships and shit which sucks so i always have discussions with people especially girls with boyfriends like i feel like i always have a discussion with a girl who has a boyfriend and like we'll talk about some deep shit but it's just like i can't make i can't make a move or do anything um because they have a boyfriend i'm like man like you're cute as hell like if you weren't taken like i'd be all over this um and that happened to me that night too there's this really good sorry really good there's this really hot uh spanish chick i think she was from like i don't know where she's from but i would assume I would guess it's like Brazil, but it's somewhere in Southern or Central America. And we were talking like, and I was like feeling her, but her boyfriend was at the party. So I obviously couldn't make a move in that situation, but the night went well. And then later on, this girl pulled up and Stuthers kept pressuring me. He's like, yo, bro, you should go like talk to this girl, like hook up with her. And I'm like, bro, I'm not going to hook up with this girl. And he's like, why not? And like, he didn't, I don't think he knew because this wasn't someone that he knew. This was a friend of someone else's. But I don't think that he knew that the girl was transgender. And I was like, I could tell off rip. And it wasn't even more so like how she looked. Because she did look pretty feminine. It was just more so how she acted that I knew that she was transgender. Because one, she had, well, obviously she had like her boobs, I guess, done or something like that. Um, but she was like flaunting her body in the mirror in a way that like most women wouldn't do in front of other people. Like you would do like, you would see women do that in the mirror, like to themselves, if they go to the bathroom or whatever, something like that. But she was doing it in like the middle of the party type thing. And then she was also very aggressive, like more aggressive than a woman would normally be. Like she was talking about um, her, her, not her career, but I guess what she does for work. And she was saying how she like sucks off guys and like makes them feel good. And then she kept like, she kept saying that she was hot, but then she was also complimenting me and saying that I was hot too. And it's like, I've had women compliment me on my looks before, but like the manner she was saying it was uh, like over the top. So it was like, man, like this clearly isn't your typical woman who would say this uh, on the regular. So I put those two in together and then there's like some features in her face that you can kind of tell that she was trans. But yeah, so she pulled up and that was pretty interesting. Uh, and funny enough, like this one guy who was talking to at the party, I don't know if he knew, I, I kind of feel like he did, but I don't know if he did or not. Uh, but as I was leaving, like those two ended up going into the bathroom and chilling or whatever. So I don't know what happened after that, but she was cool. Like I liked her vibe. It was, it was fun to talk to her for sure. Like it was definitely an interesting, an interesting night and an interesting discussion. Like we were, we were hitting off in terms of having a conversation and stuff like that. Um, and it's someone who like... I would definitely chill with, but 
Yeah, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could make the cross over to do that <laughs> yet. I don't. I haven't. I haven't really like contemplated enough in my head to be able to hook up with with a transgender woman yet. So, I uh, well, I mean, at least I'm honestly surprised you even fucking. I'm honestly surprised that you even talk about it. As in, like, you can. You're more open minded than I. I thought you'd be like absolutely like. No, you're still leaving the door a little, <laughs> little open, which is, which is surprising. Yo, okay, but I, so I've, I've actually had, so I've been like, since I was like 19, I've been like super cool. Like I've had to work at like gay bars and stuff before. So when I was like, my first job was like at a gay bar and whatever. So I'm super, I, I don't care. I'm easygoing. It's funny and fun. You know what? Sometimes like when uh, they hit on you, you, you feel good. You know, it's nice to feel like a piece of meat and stuff but um, yeah and i think i think that was some of the appeal of talking to this girl for sure with me too it's like when she was hitting on me she's like oh my god you're so hot like i liked it i, I enjoyed it for sure yeah yeah uh, like so i uh and then i remember we, i went out with like a bunch of guys i went to the university with went up to whistler went to this bar and there's this girl like it was really really bad but like she had like masculine features but like everyone's like oh she's hot and stuff and they were like pretty drunk and then I was like dancing with her and then we like hooked up and like just on like like made out whatever and like we're da 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 and then then like later that night everyone kind of like sobered up and stuff and they're looking at like yeah like she's like hot but like I like everyone's like I think she's like trans or whatever and then they're like trying to they're roasting me I was like I I don't care <laughs> like I, I I don't give up like they're like oh like you might have made out I was like I, I mean like she still looked. Wait, wait, when was know. this? When was this? When was this? This was a, like, this was when this was like a, I guess I was twenty five, so like seven years ago. Okay, all right. And I was like, but I was like, I, don't, I like they're trying to roast me about it, and I could just tell. I was like, I I, I don't care. Like it, maybe it was a, maybe it had a dick. Like I don't I don't give a fuck. Like you know what I mean? Just like people won't roast you, and then they just left it because I could tell they're like, Gabe just doesn't care. Like you know what I mean? Like it was if I was like freaked out and was like, it's not, it wasn't a guy. Like no 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 no. They would have, like, held it over my head forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, But the yeah, fact yeah, that I was yeah, just, like, yeah. I was, like, I, I mean, maybe. Who knows? Like, I, don't, I really, like, for, I don't know, like, honestly, if I could date, so, like, that was in that position. But I definitely, like, I'm drunk. I don't even, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not, like, it doesn't bother me at all. And they kept trying to, I could tell, for, like, the whole weekend we were on vacation. They tried to, like, roast me. I was, like, yeah, maybe, like, man, like. If I had a cock, like I might have jerked it off a little bit, and like, like I, I don't care. I, I don't, I, like, I don't care. Like, that's like, I, I don't know why people like. You mean, I, maybe you I mean she? If she had one, but anyways. I mean, I, who knows what they like to refer to? You know, I, you can only guess. But, uh, I, but yeah, I just was like, I, I mean, sure, maybe. Like, it just didn't click. Like, uh, whatever. It's not like you guys haven't seen me hook up with tons of girls and stuff too. Like come on so i was like yeah, it, it doesn't bother me um i for me i don't think because now i'm at the point where i want kids and stuff and i don't want to adopt um necessarily so i think that's a big groundbreaker but like i have if somehow they got away with it for a couple months and they're like yeah well i was like oh i don't know maybe maybe i would who knows yeah i just I don't haven't... i don't see the big deal yeah, I, I've known I've known a dude who has hooked up with a trans woman. I just and at the time I was immature about it, so I was like, ah, but I don't know. I, I I just haven't put enough thought to say whether I would or not. Like I contemplated making out with this girl because um, she was very attractive, so there was that. But 
I just wasn't really like, I don't think I was comfortable enough to really make a move per se, at least not in that moment. So I, I would say that much, but she was definitely cool. It was definitely like, like the stuff we were talking about was pretty interesting. It's pretty fun. Um, and overall, like it was a good night. So like, that was a, that was a dope aspect of it. But yeah, I, I think it was something I'd have to, I think I'd have to be in the position again in like a different circumstance and maybe see like what would happen, but I can't say for sure. I can say, I could say right now, I don't think I would, but I wouldn't know for sure unless I was in a position once again, if I would or would not. But yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, I think I should, I think making out I could, I don't know about the actual like act of having sex is the other thing that would, but I think making out would be the thing that I have to like think about more. So, um, but yo, you just mentioned, fuck, what were you just talking about before we, like, it was only two seconds before I went on my, my spiel a little bit. Um, what about, about trans people? No, there's something, well, it was something within that. I can't remember what it was. And it was going to lead me into something else I was going to ask about. Anyways, it'll probably hit me later on. Uh, let's move on to uh, Tristan Thompson <laughs> making the rounds again in the news. You know, this guy's a fucking psycho, man. There's something actually wrong with this. Legend. Dude. Like, so I got some I got some inside to this though too. I got some inside information. What's what's your inside information? What's the scoop? So the guy like uh, my friend. So I, oh yeah, don't you know someone who knows Tristan yeah, or my, some shit? Like, yeah, my yeah, friends yeah. are like friends with him or whatever, and they're like homie. They they grew up playing like the circuit together, and they both went. Um, they're both in Texas playing together and stuff too, and like everything as well. And so the but like, yeah, he's obviously like the. <laughs> the dude's off his rocker but I, I will never stop thinking about this because he's like one of his good friends would always tell me like yo this guy like even in high school he was like a super like obviously like a div one gonna be a future like div one athlete like went high in the nba draft and still couldn't pull that pull girls and it was like super awkward and just not like killing it or whatever and everyone else would kind of clown him because like you're this dude is obviously gonna be a like, close to make the nba and that so i think he's just making up for that like awkward time where like he didn't you get those tools to be good at women right around like 17 18 night like that that age you know what i mean and the way they explain it was like yeah this guy is just like awkward and stuff around women so i think he just kind of loses his mind and doesn't know how to handle it now as an older person and obviously just does the dumbest shit but yeah it gets dragged everywhere and i saw that he he snapchatted her basically like the most shameful shit ever so yeah that was, that was so yeah that was so aggressive i can't i don't have it right in front of me but it was basically along the lines of i'm not going to be in this kid's life so you're wasting your time you're wasting your money you might as well get rid of it you shouldn't keep this baby because i'm not going to be a father to it um I'm uh I'm gonna retire next year so <laughs> in the state of Texas the amount of money that I'm gonna be able to pay in <laughs> child support is only gonna be seven hundred yeah like seven hundred and fifty dollars so I hope you know that's all you're gonna get from me in terms of money as well too which Legend. is nuts like that's so that's fucking crazy to bro, send to someone I don't honestly I don't think it, people were like freaking out with that but one hundred percent bro if it comes to me fucking raising someone's baby i'm shooting every single the, the dumb thing that he he left evidence of it right i don't think you I, I feel like a lot of guys would do that like 
he didn't be like, oh, you have to get abortion, I'll kill you. But he just, he, he, I don't see why it's a big deal. The only bad thing that he did is he left like evidence of it, traces of it. Yeah, okay, a so- whole baby you have to be attached for for 18 years and you know you don't want to be around that woman or anything. Like, I, I fully get it, I don't, but you just can't say that publicly or like, yeah, like yeah, any, yeah. you can't leave traces of it. Like, yeah. you know, any guy would do that same shit. Like, imagine you already have a family and shit and like, you're just trying to have a baby. Like, you're going to say everything you can can want to say to like not let that happen and that like if she go if she goes through with it and you do the shit you said he said he was gonna do then you're scum but the threaten <laughs> i don't think is that big of a deal because like yo like and if it's a child unloved and the father doesn't want to have it like i think honesty is more important than anything like it's better than him being like i'm gonna be there and then not being there at least he's fucking chops it up he's like i'm gonna hit you with the minimum wage card and whatever so I mean, it's a bad look publicly, but way more guys stoop for that low than I think we like to pretend. You're definitely right. You're not wrong whatsoever. I just think, like you said, the fact that it came out is what really makes it look bad in that situation because that's something you don't want to come out. Because Snapchat. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Like, how old are you, bro? Like, why are you still yeah. rolling on Snapchat? I don't even have so, Snapchat. So that's the that's the downside to it, the fact that it came out, because it makes him look like a monster in the public's eye because of how he went about it. Like, that's something that shouldn't be public whatsoever. Like you said, it should be something that's done privately and then, like, not uh, not seen. But there there is two elements to this. So there's the one element where he has to take some accountability because you, you could, he clearly nutted in this girl raw and... Like, that's a mistake off rip. Like, you shouldn't have been doing that. Also, around the time that this happened, he was still seeing Chloe. It was his 30th birthday that this, that she allegedly got, uh, well, pregnant, um, or that they hooked up. And then that's when they think that he, that she got pregnant. So there's that aspect where you do have to take accountability. And I know what you mean. Like, yeah, he doesn't want to be a father, but at the end of the day, like, even if you don't want to be a father, if you make that mistake, I, I get I get the threat because it hasn't like the baby hasn't come yet. So he's obviously gonna make the threat. But once that baby does come, though, like he still does have to take responsibility of being a father. Regardless sure. of if he wants to be or not, he should still do it because it is I'm low his but, kid I'm low the the bitch too. But, like if I'm paid him, like okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that to my kid. Once my kids are, I'm gonna yeah. the fuck out of it. But I'm a low ball when she first comes, like you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, imagine like, man, like to be fair, like it's different. Like for me, like I've, I, no one's trying to have my baby. Like no one's like that. Oh, that's a good investment on that fucking guy who can't even not delete social media and disappear for two weeks to kill himself. Like, so I don't have to worry about that. But like, if you're permanently on edge about like women nonstop are taking like courses and classes, how to rip you off and have your seed. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's literally a game for these women. For some of them, I'm gonna, you're going to be on the defense and say some wild shit, too. Like, if it was me and he did that, that'd be more fucked up. You know what I mean? Because she's making that baby. Because, but, like, literally, you've seen with Brittany Rinder or whatever, like, they're little, there's a game to it. Like, I try to get pregnant the first or second time so they can get the money. So it's... We're, we're talking oh, you're Brittany Renner. Brittany Renner, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're not some, like, if I'm some fucking guy making 50 grand a year, she wants to have my kid. That's probably because she wants to have my kid. But, like, there's thousands of women trying to take advantage of NBA players and stuff like that, too. So it's also a different, like, it's easy for us to be like, oh, how could you do that? But when there's, like, literally women poking holes in condoms and shit like that, lying about their pill, like, I, 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 this is the one, like, 
misogynistic like bullshit i'm like okay i get like we're talking about a whole <laughs> child like, if you're not comfortable having abortion fair but there's also times women are literally just trying to have a ch- child which is the only person affected by it negatively is the child is the child yeah. yeah yeah so that's yeah. what i'm like if if she genuinely genuinely wants it and she would have done the same thing with a broke nigga then i 100 back this woman but if she's one of those like that britney girl then i don't give a fuck fuck her Dude, originally you said Brittany Griner, and I was like, bro, the lesbian on the WMB, in the WNBA, what the fuck are you talking about? Same thing. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy. I think one of the craziest things to hear is that Tristan Thompson knows the child support laws in the state of Texas because of how much he's fucking dealt with the situation. Like, I think that's the craziest part about this, too, which is pretty funny. Um, and also, she has to take accountability as well, too, because if Tristan is saying this shit about what he's not going to do for the baby, I think you got to look at yourself as a woman and be like, uh, I don't really want to bring uh, a child into the world like this as well, too. Like, you can't expect... If he's full on telling you this, like, you can't just expect on the child support thing to go through and then be able to, like, get a come up of this. So, like you said, if she is trying to do it to the point where she's just trying to get a come up, then, you know, that is a little bit scummy. But, I mean, if she genuinely does want a kid or something, and I guess Tristan has delivered that to her and she's going to keep it, then, yeah, I guess she's at that point. If she's going to keep it, she's rolling the dice. Like, she's got to this see, see what happens going forward. So, this is why I wouldn't publicly speculate and stuff because I don't know the woman. I don't want to shame her if she generally just wants a kid. And I can't say that's not the case. So, I'd never be like, if I was in her circle or anything, ever say anything about it. But we see these situations all the time. And, like, if it was that situation where it's like, I'm literally just trying to get an NBA nigga, then like, I don't have any remorse for you either. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Period. There's not enough that we know and not that we should know either. Like these types of things necessarily shouldn't be in the public's eye either. So it's not really something that should, uh, should necessarily be out there, but but yeah, that's the celebrity world that we live in. I will say the girl is pretty attractive. Um, from the original photos I saw of her being pregnant, she wasn't that good looking because obviously they catch her when she's not like all dolled up and shit. But I could see how Tristan got trapped when she does get uh, fully dressed up. So, um, yeah, and she's like a personal trainer, but that doesn't really mean much because nowadays women just buy BBLs and then yeah. they then they, then they claim that they're personal trainers and then, that they worked so hard to get that body even though they just full-on paid for it. Yeah. But I actually just remembered the thing that I wanted to ask you about because this is pretty funny. Uh, so funny enough, I was in... When I went to Vancouver over over the summer for my birthday, when I was showing my boy Reggie, we were just kind of like at a bar or whatever and just walking and... Or sorry, just talking and I brought up the fact that I was like, bro, I don't know if this happens to you, but I feel like I have baby fever. And then he looked at me and he's like, yo, isn't that shit for women, bro? And like, I started dying because 100% that is normally what you hear from women saying that they want a baby or whatever. But I don't know. I feel like as I've gotten older, like I do want to be a father more, which is kind of weird. I don't know if that's happened to you. I have baby fever right now, bro. But... <laughs> Like, I don't, like, I, I'm like, you get to the point, you're like, fuck, like, well, what, what am I, I, 
what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't want to keep fucking going to the, like, living the lifestyle I live and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm fully ready to settle down. Yeah, and man. I'm, like, I'm at that stage, I think. That I, I don't look, want to settle down and, like, have a have a kid. Like, honestly, and I look at girl, like, there's, I've, I've been, like, the girl, a couple girls I've seen, I'm like, yo, I just don't want her DNA in mine. And, but like I've liked everything about her, but like she's too she's like four foot eleven. Like what? That's too short. Like I'm not gonna have a, I, like I, my kid needs to be LeBron and stuff. And like my last girlfriend was like an athlete, so I'm like ah, this was this was like I got baby fever. I don't I don't even care. Yeah, and it's honestly changed my perception of kind of women lately. Not in terms of like not in terms of like sexually, but just more so when I'm talking to them, I'm kind of like trying to assess qualities that i'm like yo do what i want to have a good kid with this person type shit which is yeah. weird to me because like i've never really thought about it in that way it's mostly just always been off the strength of sex but yeah i don't know it's weird because like now it's like i feel like maybe the pandemic has part of it to deal with it as well too um on top of being getting like on top of getting older but or maybe it's just the fact that I'm about to turn 30 and I feel like I should have a kid by now or some shit like that. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's been pretty strong. Like I've been like, yo, I want to shoot up some clubs, like, which is wild, because you can't obviously just like do that. So um, You want to shoot up some what? Shoot up you never heard the term shoot up the club? Oh, okay. No, I thought you said condoms. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know why. Oh man. Um, yeah, no, I like it's weird for for me too is like yeah i've i guess definitely have that and i never i i don't know i just never had that for me it's and it but the thing is it and it makes a whole nother new complication in my life and i kind of hate it um as well you know what i mean like going through the la- like my last breakup too it's like fuck i have to start this all over again like a process it's not the process of dating like before i could waste time dating or whatever i'm like i don't care like she's not gonna be your baby mom or whatever but the pressure and everything now like the next girl i date like the pressure of it like okay there's my you have to worry about all these things like how's her credit score and like all this yeah stuff. yeah yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? it just makes it so much yeah that's why the last my last breakup was the hardest because it's like okay it's like you're building a whole ass life like whereas before it's like okay i get to go track like i can go somewhere and like i meet girls whatever and it just introduced so much more complication um so it makes like harder to even leave a relationship you don't want to like for me i can walk away so easily and it just makes things so much more complicated that you don't realize so you're at that point so enjoy papa is what i'm saying um (laughs) but it it shit sucks like it's i mean it's a nice feeling being like okay i'm at this point where i want to settle down whatever but that shit is hard too like to become an adult and like come up with plans like where are we gonna live where are we gonna have our kids and all that like i went there for the first time in my life and it was like stressful and just brought it like honestly set it fucked my mental health because I was so worried about like, okay, I need to pick what city I'm going to live in. Like, where am I going to raise a kid? Like, what are your takes on raising a child? Like all that, it makes the relationship so much more complicated. So fuck, like now when I'm dating, I'm so much more picky. Yeah. The the two things that are really holding me back and it's kind of the alludes to kind of what you were talking about is one finance, like financially, that's the, obviously that's the biggest because one, kids are effing expensive. 
Two, inflation is going up. So everything's just getting more and more expensive as well, too. And I didn't know this, but daycares are mad expensive as well, too. Yeah, like them, Yeah, like those, the cost of a daycare is, I think it's like in a couple, like not, well, yeah, not uh, the minimum, but like, I think it's like anywhere from like five to like $12,000 a year or some shit like that, yeah, which is yeah. wild. Like that's mad expensive. Um, so yeah, financially- have still keep one person at home because it's like essentially it's yeah it. yeah like a grandparent is definitely the key to <laughs> to be yeah exactly a kid too. for sure like, man raising a so. kid for me in toronto would be so much more difficult than vancouver because like i have a full-on like system here you know what i mean yeah. like, you got family and friends and everything that are like family to you so versus like toronto you're on your own got to pay for babysitting like it just yeah yeah. And then the second thing for me is that, like, I don't feel I'm settled into the, like, life that I want to be able to raise a kid yeah. either yet. It's not it's not stable enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, like, I could raise a kid right now. So those are those are like the two major things that are holding me back, which kind of sucks. Um, but, yeah, hopefully soon. Like, I, I, I want to have my goal was originally like or my goal is to have my first kid by 33 so that gives me like four or like three and a half years now. To, uh, Mine was 32, man, and that came and went. Wasn't even close. <laughs> I was still so begging like, for abortions at five that age. <laughs> so I, yeah, that I kid, told, at 31, a, this girl had a miscarriage. And I was like, she she told me, she's like, she's like, yo, I just miscarried the kid. And like, I, I was, I wanted to fist pump so hard, but I, I, I remember the trauma she went through. So like, yeah, I, like, those are never oh, easy. Like, yeah. like, oh, I'm so sad for you. I'm so sorry, baby. And then she laughed and I was like, oh, like, I put on some fucking, oh my God, some Montel Jordan. I was just like pumping my fist in the car. I was like, oh my God. I was so happy. I was like, I've never been so happy for a dead child in my life. Oh, oh my God. God. So, that was, your boy was going in, man. I like had to contain myself when I was talking to her. Because I was like, yeah, her trauma is obviously understandable, but my trauma is. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. The relief, bro. Yeah, that must have been a huge I was, oh, but... man, I don't understand. It was great. Absolutely devastating great. for her. Like, definitely a very hard situation. But I could, I could understand you being very relieved. Especially, I would never tell her that. But especially the in the boy position, well, <laughs> Except if she called everyone over and but... have a party. It's fine. She knows now. Oh, She's long gone. She's old news. But, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. The dating situation is definitely like a little bit changed for me, for sure. I think I think the next girl I want to like date should be like the last girl I want to date. Like I don't want to keep looking. It's essentially what I'm what I'm aiming at. But but like you said, that's a lot of pressure too. Because it's like, man, like the, one of the reasons I don't like settling down as well too. It's like, are you really the person for me? Is what it really like? Yeah, no, like you're gonna be really worried about for for at least for, yeah 20 for like years, at least twenty years. Yeah, so that's a huge thing as well too. Yeah, it's wild. So I don't, I don't know, man. Like, oh, and like the things like I, so I've met one person where I felt like that way. And then the breakups are so much more hard and like annoying too. Cause you're like, fuck, I got to start all over again too. Like for that whole process of, of that and as well. So it just puts so much more pressure on the relationship and that. And 
I don't want the things also I don't like I don't want to be like, like you can have a kid later and everyone's like, oh, well, guys can have them later and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to Yeah, but you also don't want to be like 40. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to be like 40 yeah, and like, first kid. Like bending down on my knees. Like, ah, oh, it hurts just to play with my toddler. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a yeah. senior citizen and shit. Like, I want to be able to fucking, you know, and then if me and my wife do divorce, like, like when she's in high school, I want to be able to like bang the single moms and stuff too. Like, <laughs> I want to be the hot dad at like the basketball games and stuff. Come on. And like, I can't do that if I'm 65. Yeah, I want to have two kids. So I think that's why I said 33, because I feel like you can have two kids within that time frame, like 33 to like 35, and, and still be, it'd still be like a Bible age for when they're growing up and shit. So, yeah. I'm shooting my, my first one by 36. How old are you now? I'm just like, I'm not. You're 34 more, more or 33? You're 33? 33. All right. Oh, so around the same time, you're trying to have the same kid around the same time as mine, but what the hell? That's also too, yeah. Like my friends are starting to have kids, so I'm like, fuck. I want like some people of my friends to have like kids my age too. Yeah, I don't want true. to hang out with dads I don't like. <laughs> oh man, that's that's actually very true. But yeah, yeah we'll like, see. And I have a bunch of I have a bunch of friends who have kids already, so their kids are going to be like eight by the time I have mine. It's just like, all right, I'm not going to hang out with your mature children. Well, maybe maybe they might have the second kid though, and then you could. Uh... Yeah, yeah. You could link that's up with true, the second true. kid. So you gotta uh, like, yeah. like gotta interview those kids first, like see if they're a good match for your child. <laughs> Let me talk to your kid for a bit. Let me talk about five. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you bring to the table? Yeah, what are you like? <laughs> man, my kid's dope as shit. So what are you gonna what do you have? <laughs> oh man. Uh-oh. All right, but let's move All on right. to the last topic real quick. Uh Russ Diamond. Dropping his album. This is something that we don't really fuck with, but I had to bring this up because he has a star-studded lineup of features and producers on his album. Uh, I know Gabe does not give one iota about this guy or one loving fuck about him, but this is pretty monumental for a dude who's been very independent to be able to get some of these. So he's got 14 tracks on this album, and some of the features and some of the producers include... Ransom, huge rapper, Mr. Porter, pretty big producer, Papoose, what recently well known rapper. Papoose, yeah, a lot of these rappers are guys who like spit, spit. So this sounds like he's gonna be dropping. I've heard about Papoose, crazy like bars because <laughs> man, Papoose, not, he's not that he's not that unknown though. He's he's married to Remy. People know about Remy. Yeah, but he's been ghost for a while. No, nah, he's done those. He's done those like serial uh, oh, videos that have gone pretty shit, famous. Like, no, no, you know, not ciphers. Like he's done. There's been like viral song. videos. <laughs> there's been viral videos about him spitting about like rant, rapping about serials, like okay, A well, to Z. Oh he'll wow! Do, like, That's like, what do you know him for? I'm fucking rap about Captain Crunch. Like what the? Fuck? Yeah, man. I mean, they went viral. They were pretty well known. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm fucking doing advertisement for fucking Cheerios. So. So, so he's got the game as well too. Westside Gun, Styles P, Ninth Wonder, Jadakiss, Big Crit, Snoop Dogg, DJ Premier, Jay Electronica, which is really shocking. Uh, Big Sean, Wale, Joey Badass, Hit Boy, Jake One, Conway the Machine, Ghostface Killer, Alchemist, Saha the Prince, Lloyd Banks, Static Selecta, wow, Ozzy. Boy. And Bink and Boy Wonder producing the last two tracks as well, too. So this is 
insane. Like these are like these are like a one like rap level rappers on this. And then the producers are also very well known. Legendary producers are on this as well too. So I might yeah, actually yep. have to check this out. As much as I don't like Russ, I do think I will have to check this album out. I want someone just to make the, the non-Russ itself. version of it. Just take Russ, <laughs> Russ off all Yo, of that it. would honestly that would actually be hilarious. That would actually be so just all everyone, of Russ's verses I'm and just left all the features. If someone does that because there's a huge Russ and Russ has a good fan base. But he also has even a bigger fan base of people that hate him. So I wouldn't be surprised if someone did that. You know, I could, I might be able to do that actually. I think yeah, I might like, do that to be honest. If this album's, if like, if his verses aren't that, that's good or whatever, or if I don't like him, I'm not listening to Russ, Russ's verses. So I'm gonna <laughs> fast forward shit. Like I want to get, like I, I still like Stan Lloyd Banks and like guys like that. So. I'm uh, I'm disappointed to hear it's on a Russ album, so I'll have to fast forward it illegally. Download yeah, it. And I mean, fast it. if this was anyone else, this would be a one. Like I would, I would 100 just like be excited to listen to it. I'm not excited to listen to this, but I do think I do have to check it out just because yeah. of the star-studded lineup that that's on it. So yeah, and, yeah. and if it was any other artist, I'd be giving them props for like getting all these old guys yeah. them back the forefront. Like if this is a little Uzi, or something, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sucking <laughs> his dick. Like now, like Russ, I'm like fuck Russ. He's just oh, he's doing something man. bad. He was gonna try and ruin them somehow. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, there's no like back and forth. You know where they do like the back and forth verses? Yeah, and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's none of that, like we're good to just be able to cut them out. Because if it is, then we're fucked. When's it supposed but... to drop? Tonight, midnight. Wait, what's today? Yeah. Or no, today's Friday, December. Tomorrow night. Usually it's yeah, Thursday yeah. night. Well, okay. Well, he said he said Trump to midnight and he posted on December 7th. Uh, so maybe like, it's already out. Let me search it real quick. I would assume well, he, he's independent, so it doesn't really matter when he drops. He's going to get the money regardless. But and that's another thing, too. The fact that he's independent, he's able to get like these guys is. Fucking wild. Why am I searching December? I'm supposed to be searching Russ Chomp 2. God, I hate this guy. Russ. Yeah, it's already out actually. So I think it's I'm gonna out already? It. Yeah. So I might uh might have to give it a go the next time I'm in the gym. Alright, I'll fucking I'll probably have to listen to something. <laughs> Such but yeah. <laughs> that'll do it for uh episode 112 of the pops culture podcast thank you guys so much for listening as always if you give us a like a uh, rating on itunes and a review really helps us out would appreciate it you can do that all on itunes soundcloud google play spotify stitcher and amazon music and yeah we will see well actually i don't know if i'm gonna do one next week uh Where i don't know you what go? you're saying I leave on the 18th, um, but I do have some stuff to do beforehand. Yo, so because we're traveling during this fucking COVID pandemic, there's so much bullshit that I have to do yeah, beforehand, like PCR tests and antigen tests, and none of that shit's free. You got yeah, to fucking pay, pay for it. Yeah. So that's bullshit. So, man, I've already spent way more money on this trip than I planned to, partly because, one, my brother got late to realizing when he would be able to take vacation time off. So I had to get my ticket later than usual. So that cost me like an extra thousand that I wasn't expecting to pay. And then on top of it, it's Christmas. So like the gifts and all that shit. And then lastly, like I said, the PCR test and the antigen test 
having to pay for that shit. Like, I'm just like, man, fuck that. Like, it's so annoying. But it is what it is. So, yeah, yeah I, leave on, I leave on the 18th. So I could do one because the next episode would be Wednesday. So if we do do one, it would be next week. Uh, but if if not, peace out. But yeah, um, next week. Well, I, we'll I should, we should be able to fit one in. But yeah, we'll let you know. All right. So then we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> peace. Like and subscribe. Follow me on LinkedIn. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.